Today on the Locked On Blues podcast, the St. Louis Blues have set an obscure NHL record, being the first team in NHL history to win seven straight games after losing eight games in a row. This season has been incredibly up and down. The Blues have been very streaky, but yet they find themselves in a playoff spot after everything that's happened. I'm going to be breaking down their recent game against the Anaheim Ducks, talking about the win streak as a whole, plus introducing a brand new segment. Haven't thought of a name for it yet, but should be fun either way. Should be a good episode. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure you stay tuned. Your Locked On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Lockdown Blues Podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, and your number one source for daily blues content. I'm your host, as always, Josh Hyman. If this is your first time tuning into the show, welcome, welcome. Thanks for coming. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, got tons and tons of episodes of this show in the bank. If you're here for the first time, like I said, you can check it out on YouTube or Apple, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all those good things. Uh, if you're returning, though, this isn't your first time. Thanks for making Lockdown Blues part of your daily routine, part of your first listen. Appreciate you. Um, let's just jump into today's episode. You know, got a lot to cover. Uh, this time, pretty recently, I said this this time about like a week, two weeks ago, um, we were looking at the Blues being a potential last place in the NHL team. Uh, they had lost eight games in a row. They were sitting at three and eight on the regular season had lost all eight in regulation first time in franchise history that they had lost that many games in a row in regulation uh jordan Cairo was struggling immensely ryan o'reilly was struggling um the offense was non-existent nowhere to be found um and things were looking pretty dire i i myself had some pretty crazy uh reactions um justifiably so though you know i think that the team looked very directionless and now, here we are, November 22nd, right before Thanksgiving. Um, and they say, you know, uh, a lot of times a good indicator of which teams are going to make the playoffs are their standings uh, during American Thanksgiving. Uh, traditionally, teams that are in the playoffs when American Thanksgiving rolls around are, you know, it's it's hard for them to lose that playoff spot and vice versa. If you're not in the playoff spot around American Thanksgiving, which is right around the quarter mark of that regular season, um, you know, it, it, it's typically very difficult to climb out of that hole. You know, we saw the Blues do it a couple years ago and they ended up winning the Stanley Cup, but it's a rare occasion. Um, and looking at the standings a little recently, it seemed impossible. You know, the Blues were sitting at 3-8-0. They only had six points on the season. Um, it was looking like an extremely tall task for the Blues to be in a playoff spot at any point this season, much less American Thanksgiving. And now here we are, um, and the Blues are tied for the first wildcard spot. Now, they are tied with Calgary, Edmonton, and Nashville, all at 20 points. But since the Blues, um, I believe, have games in hand on some of those bottom teams, um, they do technically have the playoff spot. So... It's not a guarantee that they'll actually have it when Thanksgiving rolls around. 
However, it's looking pretty darn good. You know, if you told me that the Blues would be in a playoff spot this quickly after losing eight in a row in regulation, I would have been shocked. And here we are. So let's talk about how it happened. Before we get into the sort of the streak as a whole, I want to talk about the, the Anaheim game that was last night. Um, St. Louis Blues matching up against the Anaheim Ducks on the road. Anaheim, not the greatest team, but still, you know, no easy wins in the NHL, especially for the Blues, who have shown they very much know how to lose games this year. Um, got off to a rather quick start. <laughs> Nolachari scored pretty much right off the opening faceoff, 11 seconds into the game for his fourth goal of the year. Um, he um, joins an elite group. I think he is now fifth all-time or fourth all-time in terms of quickest goals to start a game in franchise history. So the Blues breaking all sorts of records um, scoring that goal. And then later on in the first period, Cam Fowler scored on a wrist shot goal to tie the game up at one. And then after that, it was pretty much a goaltending duel for the majority of the game. Uh, John Gibson always gives the Blues a lot of trouble. And that's why I was a little bit worried about the Anaheim game. You know, it felt like even when Anaheim is a poor team, as they have been in the last few years, John Gibson is one of the best goalies on the planet. And the Blues especially have a hard time against him. Um, I think maybe one time recently they scored a couple of like a bunch of goals on him. But other than that, I feel like he's always putting up one goal, two goal allowed performances against the Blues. So I was a little bit worried heading into the game, and that's that manifested itself. You know, John Gibson did a really good job of shutting the door. The Blues struggled with shot generation there for a little bit after scoring the opening goal. I'm pretty sure they they were outshot somewhat heavily in the first period. Let's see if I can if I can pull that up. Um, but overall, they did a good job of of staying in the game and and maintaining a a somewhat control over the game. You know. There were times where Anaheim pushed back, but in general, um, they, the Blues did a good job of showing that they were the better team for the most part. Um, the shots in the first period were 15-9, to nine, so the Blues, again, like I said, struggled to generate shots. Um, I'm pretty sure at one point they had only had like three shots on goal um, pretty decently into the period, including the one that went in. So um, it was tough there for a little bit, thinking the Blues might lose to the Ducks and, and snap their winning streak, but... They did a good job of holding on. Um, Anaheim had some decent chances. Jordan Bennington made some really, really nice saves. Um, as he has been doing all year, he moves to 9-5 and five on the season. He has been really, really good. I'm going to talk about him a little bit more in the second and third segment. Um, but overall, I think it's a good team effort by the St. Louis Blues to, to you know, stay in sort of a boring, low-scoring game like it was. Hello, Kima, as my cat comes and hops down on my on my lap. See, if you're not on YouTube, you're missing out on some, some prime cat content. If you're a cat person, my cat's been running around the whole episode. So <laughs> um, anyways, Blues get a power play opportunity late in the game, putting on a ton, a ton, a ton of pressure. Um, power play was definitely hurting without Tori Krug. It was evident, you know, they were missing that one-timer opportunity even more and that their power play quarterback um, with Tory Krug not being out there, uh, but Justin Falk did his best Tory Krug impression with Jordan Cairo and Robert Thomas connecting to slide it past Justin Falk, who slid it into a pretty wide open cage. You know there was a bit of a chaos scramble out front, um, and then Nolachari scored his second goal of the evening 
with only 18 seconds left. So he scored with he scored 11 seconds in and with 18 seconds left. That was pretty funny there. I liked that. Blues ended up winning three to one. Good stuff. Uh, in this upcoming second segment, I'm going to be talking about wrapping up my thoughts on the game and then talking about the win streak as a whole before introducing a brand new segment. Like I said, make sure you stay tuned. You're not going to want to miss it. Should be fun. Before I get into that, though, I want to tell you guys about good friends over at Bet Online. Now, if you bet on the Blues to go on a seven-game win streak immediately after an, uh, an eight-game losing streak, you'd probably have a, a pretty good reward sitting in your account at Bet Online. Uh, and if you don't want to mess out on any other bets like that in the future, you got to check out betonline.net. It is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. You can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from football, basketball, hockey, soccer, World Cup, esports. Got it all at betonline.net. And if you love sports podcasts like this one, you can find those at BetOnline as well. They're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fixed. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline where the game starts. I'll be right back with the second half of today's episode. All right, so the Blues lost eight games in a row in in regulation. They set a, a franchise record for most losses in a row in regulation. And then immediately after doing that, they won seven games in a row, became the only team in NHL history to win seven games after losing eight games. In a row, I should say. Um, An extremely, extremely inconsistent, streaky team to start the season. But the peak has been spectacular. You know, eight, seven-game win streak. Doesn't happen a lot. One of the longest in the NHL this year, apart from New Jersey, who's going on. And, you know, they've won like 12 or 13 in a row, something ridiculous like that at this point. And the Bruins have obviously won a ton of games, being 17-2. and But... The Blues have been just as impressive in their last seven games, I would argue. Um, haven't lost any of them, obviously. They beat some tough teams along the way. They beat um, Vegas. They beat you know Colorado, obviously. Um, they've, they've definitely won some tough games amongst this stretch. And it begs the question, you know, which are the Blues good? <laughs> it's a pretty simple question, but... It's kind of the whole purpose of this podcast, you know, are, are the Blues good? And I'm, I guess I'm going to try to answer that now. I don't know. Um, look, I was saying it throughout the losing streak and, you know, also throughout the winning streak that I think the Blues, this is the much closer to the version of the Blues that is accurate. Um, I still don't think that the Blues are quite this good. You know, I don't think they're a team that's going to steamroll every other team in the league and, you know, Stanley Cup contender, juggernaut, whatever. I don't, I don't think that the the best of the blues we've seen this year is fully representative of them. I think that they've gotten not lucky, but you know, the, 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 this win streak is, is definitely kind of the, the regression to the, or the, I guess the progression to the mean after that losing streak, you know, it'll balance itself out, but there's been a lot of good things. You know, you've seen Jordan Binnington have a career resurgence. He has been spectacular this year. Um, making a ton of really tough saves, keeping the Blues in games. Thomas Grice has been very good as well. Um, the Blues have shown that they can win, you know, games in many different ways. They've won, you know, obviously that 5-4 game against Washington, which, yeah, they blew a lead, but at the same time, they held on, were able to win in a shootout, get the get the extra point. Um, and then they're, you know, they're also able to win against John Gibson in a complete goaltender's duel. Um 
So we've definitely seen a lot of positives, you know, and if you include the three wins that the Blues had to begin the season, they have shown that they can win in a variety of ways. You know, they're not just a team that's going to go out there and has to score a ton of goals every single night or is going to, you know, make it impossible for you to score or whatever. Um, They can win by scoring a lot of goals. They can win by playing good defense and having good goaltending. So the Blues, I think overall, are a hard team to beat. However, I still do think the Blues are in the boat where they could lose to pretty much any team. And you could say that about probably most teams in the NHL, but I'm almost looking at more of like from a playoff series perspective. Like, I don't think that there's, as of like they're constructed right now, I don't know if there's a single playoff team out there where I would be like, oh yeah, the Blues have them easily, you know? And that's true for most teams in the NHL. You know, there are only a handful of teams where you would be able to say, oh yeah, they would they would walk whoever they face in the first round. You know, obviously Boston this year has been ridiculous. Um, New Jersey has been on that crazy win streak. I don't know how much I buy into it, but they still look like a really legit team. Um, Vegas looks really legit. So there are some definitely some top tier teams that aren't quite, um, you know, aren't quite... Uh, bad enough not bad enough but aren't quite competitive enough with the rest of the league to say like you know it could be go either way like i think if you match boston up against a team like i don't know the rangers or detroit who's in like a playoff spot near the bottom of the league i think that's pretty one-sided um but with st louis i think it's definitely a matter of they're gonna be fighting tooth and nail whoever they're up against but at the same time i also think that they can beat any team in the league you know they i think the game against boston is a great example obviously they didn't win that game but they could have. They were in it for a good chunk. They got outplayed, and they weren't the better team, but they were good enough to hang on. And they beat Vegas. They beat Colorado. Vegas only has five losses on the year. One of them is the St. Louis Blues. Uh, Colorado only has six losses on the year. One of them is the St. Louis Blues. So it's definitely a legit team there. Um, and I think the the Blues that we've seen lately, you know, the Jordan Cairo that we've seen lately, um, the Robert Thomas that we've seen, Justin Falk has honestly been the Blues MVP. This year, Pavel Buchnevich has been on fire, winning, I think, second star of the week last week. Um, the, the the best players on the team, the guys that we were looking at, the veterans that we were saying, all right, they need to step it up. They have stepped it up. And I think that's been so crucial to the Blues' success lately. Um, so, yeah, I mean, which, which Blues team are we going to see for the rest of the season? I don't know. That's going to be the question I'm going to answer in this third segment. And I'm going to tease a little bit here before heading into the ad break. This third segment... I haven't really officially named it yet, but I got the idea from uh, Sean Woodley over at Locked On Raptors. I appreciate that. Um, I thought it was a really fun idea. It's basically called something along the lines of which is more likely. You take two, sometimes three, but this time it's going to be two extremely different scenarios, extremely unlikely scenarios, and you say, which one's going to happen? And this for this segment, third segment, it's going to be which is more likely. The St. Louis Blues win the draft lottery or the St. Louis Blues win the Stanley Cup? I don't know. That's what I'm going to be debating in this third and final segment. Before I get into that, though, I want to tell you guys about a new sponsor, and that is called Simply Safe. If you've thought about securing your home with home security, but you've been putting it off, you'll want to listen up. Right now, Lockdown Blues listeners can order the number one rated home security system for 50% off. This is their biggest offer of the year and you won't want to miss it. Over the holidays, property crimes like burglaries and package thieves spike nationally. That's why our friends over at Simply Safe Home Security are offering that 50% off their award-winning 
home security system. Simply Safe was named the best home security system of 2022 by US News and World Report. That is a third year in a row, back to back to back, a three peat baby, Michael Jordan out here. In an emergency, 24 7 professional monitoring agents use Fast Protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe to capture critical evidence and verify the threat is real so you can get priority police response. Don't miss your chance to save big on the only security system I recommend. Get 50% off any new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com slash URL, slash, sorry, slash locked on NHL today. This is their biggest discount of the year. So don't wait. That's simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL. There is no safe like Simply Safe. And I'll be right back to wrap up today's episode with the third and final segment. All right, so I tease this heading into the break. What's more likely? The Blues win the Stanley Cup or the Blues win the draft lottery? Now, obviously, there's a caveat to that. If the Blues make the playoffs, they're, they're you know, obviously not going to win the draft lottery. So statistically, one is more likely than the other. But the overall question is, I think is still good, is maybe not even this year. How about let's, let's expand this to, to the next few years. What's more likely in the next in the, in the, the next few years? The Blues win a draft lottery or the Blues win a Stanley Cup? With an emphasis on this year, um, let's let's just weigh things out here. Why? What are the concerns for the Blues? Why might they not be a true Stanley Cup contender? Um, the offense has shown to be pretty inconsistent so far this year, um, going very very quiet at times. You know, obviously that eight game losing streak was awful and. A big part of that was the offense just not showing up for eight straight games, pretty much. Um, the defense is still underwhelming. Even in the best games for the defense, they've still looked like they have, they leave something to be desired. Um, and looking at some individual players, Ryan O'Reilly is only on pace for 36 points this year, which would be, I don't have his statistic in front of me, but I, I believe would be his lowest point total in a very long time. Um, and by far his lowest point total as a member of the St. Louis Blues. Now he has picked up his game a little bit lately. You know, he hasn't quite been that, that he hasn't struggled quite as much. Um, but still an, an area for concern there that the captain has definitely regressed offensively, uh, pretty significantly. Um, uh, Tory Krug is injured right now. Uh, Colton Pareko has been dealing with some injury issues, uh, Blues are having a hard time staying healthy. That's definitely a reason why you could look um, at them to struggle. Um, and they're also, you know, only in a wild card spot and could, you know, potentially tomorrow be out of a playoff spot. Um, those are some of the reasons why I think, you know, you could argue, yeah, they they could very well miss the playoffs. Like, yeah, they've won seven in a row, but we've seen the worst of this team. You know, we've seen when this team is really struggling. And the Blues at their worst are definitely a team that could win the draft lottery this year. Um, however, the flip side of that, what have we seen with the Blues at their best? The Blues at their best, like I've said in the last few segments, have beat some really good teams. They beat the Vegas Golden Knights. They beat the Colorado Avalanche. Um, they beat you know John Gibson when he was absolutely on fire. They beat the Washington Capitals in a game where they blew a big lead and you, are, you could argue deserve to lose. Blues have had some really, really strong wins. Uh, in the last few weeks, Jordan Bennington has been playing like an uh, an all star. Um, Leonard Tarasenko has been having a spectacular year. Jordan Cairo and Robert Thomas look like they completely deserve that eight and a half million dollar contract they both got um, in the last few games. 
Blues have a very solid core. They have a lot of depth scoring. The defense is good enough to win games, and the goaltending has been very, very good. Excuse me. Um, plus, they have the experience factor. They won it in 2019. A decent amount of players from that team are still on the roster. Um, obviously, Ryan O'Reilly was the leader in that. Uh, Robert Thomas didn't play in most of the games towards the end there, but he was still there for the playoff run. Um and, you know, Jordan Bennington obviously had a spectacular campaign there. So the Blues have the experience. And you know what they say about the NHL? All you got to do is get in. You know, we've seen it with the Kings in, the, in, you know, 2012 or whatever when they were the eighth seed and they went on and win 16 games and only lost two to win the Stanley Cup. Um, and then obviously the Blues are a better modern example of that. So I'm going to answer the question. What is more likely? The Blues win the draft lottery this year or they win the Stanley Cup? I'm going win the Stanley Cup. Do I think that means it's going to happen? No, but I think the, the the good Blues team that we've seen is much more indicative of the team that we're going to see for the rest of the season than the worst of the Blues this year. But you might disagree with me. Um, in terms of long-term, what's more likely, winning the draft lottery in the next few years or winning a Stanley Cup? That might be a conversation for another day. Um, that being said, though, if you guys disagree with me or agree with me, let me know. Uh, on Twitter or whatever or on the YouTube comments, check out the YouTube channel at Lockdown Blues. You can check out Lockdown Blues on Twitter, Instagram, um, at Lockdown Blues. Obviously, you can follow me on Twitter at Josh Hammond NHL. Thank you all so much for listening. Before you go, if you're looking for a second listen, check out Locked On Sports today. They got you covered with all the latest daily updates in the sports world. That being said, though, thank you all so much for listening. And as always, let's go.